with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, welcome to Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of October 16th and 17th. Gotta laugh, man. Things are crazy in this studio. Hey, good luck to all those youth waterfowl hunters out there in the South Zone. Plenty of woodies around. We got a shout out to CJ up there. He's working in some of the areas of Barnegat Bay and he is banging away on the Long Sedge. Sorry, CJ, you gotta say. Banging away on the stripers, doing really well on that. Working those poppers, working those swim bait, working those paddle tails. A lot of stuff going on. Women, register for a free hunt. It's gonna be at Game Creek Preserve down there in Woodstown, way down South Jersey. Finally! Doing something in South Jersey. Thank you, Division of Fish and Wildlife. Limited to 15. Okay, Game Creek, Game Creek Preserve, Upland Hunting, Super Birds, great time. Go to njfishandwildlife.com. Hit the press release. The application form is there. Do it now. I'm telling you, by tomorrow, if not by Monday, that thing is going to be sold out. Now, chuckers are being stocked. They were stocked yesterday for today. And they're going to be stocked again next Friday, the 22nd for the 23rd. Dog training purposes only in the Rackovin area. Assenpink, Collier's Mills, Mattiswan, Stafford, Forge, Glassboro, Millville, and Tuckahoe Wildlife Management Areas. Let's go to some uh, breaking news of sorts down here in Cape May. We have a young gun, badass hotshot angler on the line. It is Dean Dunlevy. We're talking redfish and we're talking some speckled trout in Cape May. Is it happening, Dean? How you doing, little brother? Tom P. How are you, buddy? It's the magic word of the day is redfish. And uh, I'll tell you what, there's plenty of them around if you can find them. You can get to those mullet in the wash, you know, it's still kind of scooping mm-hmm. the floating guys around. Um, speckled trout are doing hot. They're mixed in with some stripers and even the, some wolves. There they are. Blues this time mm-hmm. and now, uh, it's going pretty well. You got, now, Dean, I know those redfish. I mean, Jersey used to be considered one of the like the redfish capital of mid-Atlantic region. And they're coming back in some appreciable numbers. Well, now, give us the size range on these fish, man. Size range anywhere from the small little teeny tiny baby ones all up to the uh, biggest one I've seen this year, maybe 36. Whoa! Yes, 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 yes. Monster fish. You would call that a bull red, would you not? I would. I certainly would. <laughs> now, so, Dean, not, not big numbers on the bulls, but they're around, and that's a beautiful thing considering the past couple of years, you know, they haven't been. Last year, they turned on a little more, and... uh this year, you know, I can't say enough. If you can find the mullet, if you can find them in the wash, plus the structure on the beach, good chance you might run into a red. Now, you, you live line on a mullet fish and a mullet chunk. What's the dealio? Well, mullet chunks have been producing for guys that can't find the live line mullet, and uh, some guys are even just chopping up the live ones and throwing them out there. There you go. Now, to the speckled trout, I'm going to mention a little later on the show. I'm hearing some news about that. Listen to but we always nail them. It always start about the second or third week in October. Shout out to Captain Al, Captain Al Cordelli and a bayhound there out of sale. Actually, Strathmere, below Ocean City, all the way down to Stone Harbor. More of a night bite. But, Dean, I'm telling you, as you know, nice, big, silver specks. These aren't the weak fish with the mushy meat, people. These are, they're like steak. And they are gorgeous and they're aggressive. And we've had them up to 21, 22 inches. And guys look at me, yeah, so we got them up to 25 or 26. What are you hearing and seeing so far, Dean? I'm seeing a couple beautiful specks starting to show up. Uh, they're underneath the bluefish and stuff. My favorite thing to do with them is to sneak around all those shadow lines under the bridges at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't like boat traffic. They don't like noise. They don't like uh, – sometimes you can get them, you know, during the day and everything. It all depends. You know, there's plenty of lucky anglers out there. Brought them in kind of even the last couple of days of fluke season. They were drifting around, and we saw two or three nice specks come in the shop. Nice. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. So it's a beautiful year. Now, Dean, listen to me. For the specs, for the specs, you gave it up with the, with the Muller for the Reds. For the specs, uh, uh, finesse, uh, Z Man, Mister Twister, Sassy Shads. What's the dealio? So the old school, you know, bucktail with the Mister Twister as well. Uh, a lot of guys like the pink and purple. A lot of old school guys are using white and pink. Uh, mm-hmm. Personally, I'm a big fan of as light as you can go, almost to where you can't even control that that bucktail. You know what I mean? Super right. duper light. A floor, and, uh, fluorocarbon think, leader? Uh, personally, I use mono and fluoro, whatever I got in the box at the time. You know, <laughs> a good man. <laughs> now, Dean, because all of a sudden, they're gone. I mean, they're, we've had them for two or three weeks. Nice, keep one fish for dinner, keep two fish for dinner, go back. And then water hits a certain temperature, is it, or, or something, ha- and they disappear not to be seen again for another another 12 months. When do you find that they point. usually bug out? When uh, I would say probably within the next two weeks they'd be gone. Okay. Um, I can't figure out too much. Guys catch the specs after the, the next kind of two weeks, but it's different. You know, every year it kind of changes, and a couple more this year than last year, and the years before that certainly too. So you never know; they could stick around, but I don't know if it's the water temperature, if they're chasing bait somewhere, but they'll be scooting out pretty soon. So get on them. Okay, Nick. Okay, Dina, listen, we're up against a hard break. Thanks for the hot news on the speckle trap. It's starting and the redfish. But listen, check this out. This guy's an ace musician and vocalist. I understand you're playing some of the local uh, slash bar slash restaurants around the area. What do you got? Sir, yes, sir. Every Friday at Lavari, 6 to 10, and every Tuesday at the Surf Dog in Woodbine, uh, 6 to 9. Anything you want to hear, it's on me. If you can't catch a fish that day, come on out. I'll answer questions, and I'll play you all fishing songs, you know? Wait a second, wait a second. Lavari's. Then that used to be the fight yeah. and trite. I got I got my ass kicked in there once or twice when I first moved down <laughs> to the area. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, yes, sir, the fight and trite. But I'll tell you what, nowadays it's a, a killer place, man. Great people. I can't say enough about them. Same with the Surf Dog. Top, top-notch crew over there as well. And the music, going to pat myself on the back here, is top of the line. Dude, you handle the Mar and guitar, I'll handle the Redfish. How's that? We got it. You, you take care. We'll see you guys next week, man. We'll be down. Thank you, Tom P. See, see you, brother. Okay, coming up, Tony Altieri. We shoot ammo shortage. What is going on? Hunting season's here. Can't find your loads. Want to target you? Can't find your loads. Be right back. Ragamfin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Are you getting hit hard by low trade offers? Ouch, that was a blindside. That's a personal foul. Don't get blindsided by low trade offers. Bring any trade to Matt Black Kia. Used car values are at an all-time high. Get to Matt Black Kia and select from over 100 new and certified Kias ready for delivery today. Put zero down and pay 0% interest for 60 months on every 2022 Kia Stinger and Nero EV. And remember, if you clear 400 per week, Matt Black Kia wants to approve you today. So bring any trade and drive home in a new Kia today with zero down and 0% financing. It's gotta be a Matt Black here. Offers with approved Tier 1 or 2 credit through Kia Motors Finance. Not all will qualify. 0% based on 1667 for 1000 borrowed. Negative equity financed into new loan. Excludes taxes, title, license. Offers do not combine. Call 877-289-6670 or go to mattblackkianj.com for complete details. Expires 11-3-2021. Matt Black Kia. 6211. Black Whores Pipe. Egg Harbor Township. And now on Route 37 in Tom's River. Download Rack and Fin Radio as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hunting season is here. It's, 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 everything's happening now. You go to, you go by these ranges. 
See the guys you know, practicing with the clay birds. You see the, the rifles are getting ready for the Pensy uh, deer season, bear season in New York, whatever. Ammo shortage. It's been now chronic going on, what, two or three years? Maybe longer. Ammo shortage. What is the problem? Some of the most popular hunting loads. Again, try to find 3006, 180 grain. And if you do, you're going to be, I think, limited to one box. That's if you can find it. I put a call into a good friend of Rackafin Radio, Tony Altieri from We Shoot. Great range, great retail firearms. Sir, 1955 Swarthmore Avenue up there in Lakewood. Tone, what's happening with the ammo or lack thereof? Even with the farms, what is it? The shipping? It seems to be going on for such a long time. Tony's going to shed some light on us. With Tony, how you doing, little brother? I'm doing great, Tom. Tone, the ammo. What is the dealy? Oh. Yeah, it's everything, Tom. It's a combination of so many different things the past year, year and a half. Um, a lot of it is just uh, there's uh, background checks for gun purchases are up 40% from 2020. That's a big increase. That's going to cut into it. Right. Uh, just the raw materials, provided raw materials come from overseas. Obviously, we know the problems there with the shipping, with the production. That's tying things up. Uh, just the pandemic in general, a lot of social unrest. People are scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, gun sales are just going through the, through the roof. Uh, in 2020, there's about 3.4 new million, uh, 3.4 million new gun owners alone Whoa. in 2020. So you figure if they each own one box of ammo, that's a big hit. And obviously, they're buying more than one box of ammo when they purchase a gun. So it's just a big hit. So it's just a combination of so many different things. You know, now a wonderful uh, the band they put on the Russian guns and ammo that was in August of this past year. Oh boy! Uh, you know Smith and Wesson went bankrupt in 2020. They're just starting to get back into production May of this year. So it's just been so many combinations of so many different things, Tom. It's really affecting uh, the ammo and the firearms industry. Tony, before this really started to to, to hit, did you notice? Hoarding people started to hoard. I mean, you hear things. You look at like the shooting wire, you know, on the internet stuff like that. That oh, there might be a shortage again, like with the with, with the pandemic, with the toilet paper and the paper towels. Did you right. see people starting to hoard, Tony? And if you did, when did it start? Uh, I did see it, Tom, but it's real tough because I mean, ammo is just astronomical. Got up so much in price. It's, a lot of people can't afford to hoard the ammo anymore. Wow, so they're finding it. You know, so years ago, people might buy a case of ammo, and now they're buying two or three boxes because they're pricing the ammo. So, not everybody can financially afford to order the ammo, even if they're able to find it. Don't have you put uh, up there? We shoot there in Lakewood. Have you put limits on how many boxes? Uh, be it shotgun shells, be it three fifty seven, be it nine millimeter, be it forty five seventy, whatever you can find. How many the the consumer can purchase? Uh, yes, recently, within the past couple of months, we lifted our restriction on nine millimeter ammo. We're up to we're allowing people up to four boxes now, whether they go into the range or they want to buy it and go out the door. But that's the only caliber we're selling that's going out the door. Obviously, we have to supply our range, so we have to be real careful how much we're selling to people. So we right. have to be able to supply to people going on a range. We can't sell a lot over counter to go out the door because then we wouldn't have enough right. for our members coming in to shoot on a range. Uh, we also do limit our our bird shot, we do carry seven and a half and eight shot and twelve gauge and twenty gauge. We limit them to four boxes a person, so the people can practice their um, okay. enjoyment of shooting, sporting clays and stuff. But the twelve gauge target loads and the nine millimeters really the only thing we're selling to go out the door. Everything else we have to keep for our counter sales. For well, well Tony, what about what about for example the small game guys? We like four shot. We like five and six for the squirrels. Is that, is that still available? Please say yes. Uh, it's really not, Tom. Some of those other loads are just bitch. extremely hard to get. The steel shots hard to get. You know, Whoa. I do have a piece of 
supply of the 12 gauge, three and a half inch buckshot for this coming beer season. Right. I do have the supply of that, but a lot of the other stuff is just still very hard to get. You pick, you get very little. We're not able to buy it in quantities. We're getting, yeah, my vendor will call me up. I got six boxes, six boxes. What's that going to do me? I'll take it, but it's not coming through in quantities. It's really starting to pick a little bit here, a little bit there, not a lot. Hey, on the Rack FM Radio this morning is Tony Altieri, co-owner of We Shoot. There, it's a great range, great retail store in one nine five five Swarthmore Avenue in Lakewood. Tell them what we found because you know we like to go to a local place down here in South Jersey. And Dee Marie, lo- I mean, three fifty seven down, man, she has it down. But we love to shoot her buck mark, that little the Browning twenty two buck mark. Don't kick at the yeah. ammo, twenty two <laughs> ammo. Yeah, that's tough, also. Yeah, it's all it's, it's all the calibers, all the gauges, everything's tough. Um, nine millimeter is probably the most plentiful, and it's obviously, but right. it's it's still tough to get. It's not easy to get. I used to be able to pick and choose a pallet if I wanted to. Now, you know, six cases here, four cases there. It's not coming in quantities anymore. So before I let you go, uh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the. I, I just again, listen, I'm um. I'm very nostalgic at my age, especially. You know, my feet hit the hardwood in the morning. People, it's a good day. So I'm a four ten fan, two and a half inch, three inch, four ten ammo. People say the shortage was because of the judge and the you know whatever other you know revolver with the could shoot the four ten right. ammo came out. When you find it, you may as well just give the guy your wallet. <laughs> yeah, what no, the four ten? Why? That's more. Exp- <laughs> that's as expensive yeah. as some of these steel loads for waterfowl. Yep. Black like cloud earlier. Black cloud yep. prices. Whoa. Yeah, like you said earlier, the thirty out six ammo, I have to uh, that's what I like to shoot. It's like uh, I do big game hunting and it's impossible to find it. Like I've had enough at home, but the thirty out six ammo is hard to get. Now you put the ban on the seven six two thirty nine Russian ammo being imported. So some things are gonna get worse, I think, before they get better. Tony, how do you see this playing out? I mean uh, not to not to be a big a, it's a chicken little thing here, but do you see this getting even worse? And is it is it a grand design? You think by the by the anti gun people, especially our, our illustrious governor here, who got his ass kicked in that that last debate with Chitterella the other night. That they want gun, and I'll never forget. I was this one Democrat politician out here. I'll never forget this. Don't worry about the guns. Take away the ammo, and they can't use yeah. the guns. Have you heard that as well? I've heard it uh, talk on the street. I don't know how true it would be, but I mean, I, I personally don't think the manufacturers are going to stop manufacturing ammo and hurt their bottom line by what's, you know, what's going on. So, you know, I, my, my old saying is, Tom, you don't base us innocent gun owners on a few people that are breaking the law. You know, I, right. I related to, you know, those two years ago when all those kids were in those Tide Pods, remember that? <laughs> well, am I going to base all of our young society on those couple kids and ban everything? No. Right. So, you know, they shouldn't do the same thing to us legal gun owners, which are enjoying our, you know, our sport. Right. Tony, one last one before I let you go. Uh, any more word? Of, is Remington back up and, and running, so to speak? Yes. Remington went bankrupt in 2020. They right. uh, reopened as Rem Arms now. It's not Remington. It's called Rem Arms. Rem, okay. This year. Yeah, May of 2021. And from what I understand, they hired back about 230 or so employees. But they're mostly manufacturing, it's like the 870 shotgun. Right, the pump. They're really manufacturing rifles and ammo and stuff, you know, but I believe right. they are doing mostly concentrating on the shotguns right now. Okay, Tony, before I let you go, give that website or Facebook page to that great Pelicitas. It's a lot of fun. Great range. Meticulous. You can eat off the floors. But take a great lounge in there. We shoot 1955 Swarthmore Avenue in Lakewood. Tony, you have a Facebook page or website. Go. Absolutely. We do have a Facebook page. And obviously, We Shoot. Our website is uh, WeShootUSA.com. And before I let you go, Altieri, tell me about that hunt at Sala Safari. Did you kick ass? 
Oh, it was great. I can't wait to go back. <laughs> I was supposed to go back in May of this year, but with the COVID, so we're planning for next year. You got to get it in your got to get got to go, Tom. Okay, I have to. I'm I'm still uh, okay. Tom, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Best of bride, best of everybody. Right, we're going to be up there to shoot sometime this week. We'll see you Absolutely. then. Absolutely. See you, brother. Right, Tom. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah, so the shortage will, I guess, will be continuing. Get it while you can. And, uh, yeah, the buckler, 22 ammo. <laughs> it's 22 ammo. Now, I think of all the times we would plank and shoot and just go through by the CCI, whatever, the Winchester, boxes and boxes. Uh, now I can kick myself. Okay, be right back. Rack and Finn Radio. We're talking, hey, fall trout socket in South Jersey gets going this week. Nick Colbeck from MEPS with a bad-ass MEPS spinner. Man, it seems tailor-made for South Jersey's Weedy Lakes. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. So what is Talk With a Purpose? It's a lively, informative, number one rated talk show on Saturday morning. Hi, this is John DeMassey. Join me and my guests every Saturday from 9 a.m. till noon for Talk With a Purpose. Heard right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And if you miss it on Saturday, we replay it on Sunday from 5 until 8 p.m. Don't miss Talk With a Purpose, Saturday and Sunday, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. Like Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yeah, welcome back to Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Week of October 16th and 17th. Man, half of the second most glorious month on the calendar is wrapped up. I can't believe it. Hey, you know, we know the saltwater fishing I mentioned earlier in the opening segment is on fire. What also is happening now this coming week in South Jersey is the second part of the Division of Fish and Wildlife's Autumn Trout Stocking Program. South Jersey, well, there are a couple of uh, lakes in Central Jersey that will be hit also. But South Jersey primarily is going to be stuffed with two-year-old rainbows. Hey, 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 hey. These fish are 14 to 16 inches. There's a bunch of breeders sprinkled on, I think. Uh, 2% of every load is going to have some of these breeders anywhere from 3, 4, up to 6 pounds. Let's go down some numbers here real fast. Crystal Lake is going to get 220. Giampetro Park Pond, 170. Greenwich Lake, 190. Grenlock Lake, 170. Hamilton Lake! Shout out there to Bonnie and the crew at the Piccalilly Inn on 206. Is going to get 230. Iona Lake, 210. That's a sleeper, I'm telling you people, for trout. Iona. Oh, man. Uh, Oak Pond right there behind the division office, 170. Shadler Sandwash Pond, 160. Swedesboro Lake, 220. Sylvan Lake, 170. Now, earlier um, in the week, I think it's going to be Monday. Or no, it happened last week. Last week in the top of the Rockefin Radio listening area, the Toms River and the Trout Conservation Area were stocked. There was 360 there. And the North Branch of the Matita Cock and the South Branch, 160 and 270, respectively. And the Manasquan River, 470. And let's not forget this coming week, too, the Morris River. Not Maurice. The Morris River will also get stocked. That's going to hit 170 rainbows going there. That Sherman area, Sherman Avenue area, rather, is the, the main access point. But you find your way in through there. There's plenty of trout, the water's gone, and they're going to hold right over. Now, what is synonymous with trout fishing? North, central, or south, especially in Jersey? I know it's on pay. I know it's going to be power bait. Yeah, we know that. If you want to do this sit and bait and wait thing, that's a great thing. It is effective. We like the trout magnets as well. Uh, trout uh, magnets as well. But I'll tell you, cast in and trout out when it comes to the fall and and also now because what is pretty temperate in about temperate about three weeks we have the winter stocking coming up you can't beat a spinner spinner is a winner when it comes to trout especially the rainbows are very aggressive now here's the dealio we know south jersey still waters 
Weeds, man, we got weeds. Don P. can't use a spinner, man, and leak the weeds. Just, yes, this is true. Last year, man, oh, man, did I hit on something. Well, again, what's synonymous with spinners? Meps, Sheldons. Meps lures have been around, it seems. Let's see, I'm close to 500 years old. Maybe around that time. Well, they have a Comet Combo spinner. It's called a Comet Combo. Comet Blade. Size, yeah, I think they have them size one to four. With a, not a treble and not a sidewash hook, the, was Meps and Mr. Twister, or one, you know, uh, Meps owns Mr. Twisters, with a keeper hook. And on there, you have the Meps, you have the Mr. Twister, rather, grub, that little grub tail. In effect, that makes that spinner, I'd say, about 80% weedless. And we tried it, and we knocked the snot. We Beat the daylights out of the rainbows with that. Able to fish it in areas where you couldn't run a spinner that had the standard treble on it. Or even with a sidewash, it was going to grab it. With that grub on there, it is, like I said, about 80% weedless. And it'll up your score. And it's fun to fish. And it's badass, devastatingly deadly. Very special guest on the Rack and Fin line. Good friend of Rack and Fin Radio. Known him for several years. It's Nick Colbeck. He's a communications director. For Meps and Mr. Twister, he's on the line with us right now. Let's talk about this Meps comic combo. People run out and get it. Amazon, Bass Pro, wherever you can find it, because it just kicks ass when it comes to trout. Sorry, Nick, I get too excited. How you doing, little brother? <laughs> I'm doing great. You know, anytime that uh, someone's enthusiastic about one of our lures, I don't think it's a bad thing. So we love hearing stuff like that. It's great to be on your show, Tom. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're more than welcome. And Nick, I, I trade out what I just, you know, it comes in orange. Orange Aid, man, that orange bladed Meps, that version I bought. And listen, you can change it. What makes it so versatile, you change out the grub color. Not getting too many hits with this combo. Switch the grub. Switch the grub. Switch. Eventually, we're hitting on fish. Caught them up and down the state, little brother. Up and down the state. And people are saying, what's that? Uh, on the one side, oh, Nick, not many people know about the comic combo here in Jersey, especially in the South Tier counties. What do you got, man? Well, you know, the Comet Combo is something, too, where um, MEPS had something. It was called the Comet Killer or uh, Comet Combo Killer back in the day, I believe is what it's called. Um, and that kind of went to the wayside 10, 20 years ago. And what happened was a couple years ago, you know, it was just too good of a bait to keep off the market, honestly, Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the type of thing where when we originally developed it, I would say it was probably more targeting uh, towards the largemouth, the smallmouth fishing, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. But, you know, it's interesting where – you never realize how good a bait is until you get the whole country or the whole, you know, United States taking a look at it. And that's where we discovered, you know, you and I got together and, and that's when you told me how, how good it was on the, on the trout, rainbows, especially down Mm -hmm. in your part of Jersey. And, um, I mean, I think that's the beautiful thing about fishing is, you know, you can't knock a bait until you try it. And, uh, you know, just listening to your story, seeing the photos that you've, you've sent me all that stuff. I mean, I know it works and, the nice thing, like you said, is, you know, there is a lot of weeds in, in your part of Jersey mm-hmm. where um, a, a normal inline spinner, those trebles just like to catch a little bit to where, yep. um, like you mentioned, we have that Mr. Twister keeper hook that uh, that rigs virtually weedless with, mm-hmm. a, with a twister tail. Um, obviously, like you mentioned, we have sizes one, two, three, and four in these. So pretty much a size for everything you're looking for, but uh, it's definitely the type of thing where 
in my mind, the way I always like to describe the Comet Combo is you are combining two legendary lures together in Bingo. one. There you, you go. Maps inline spinner, and you got that twister tail. Two revolutionary products in the fishing world. I'll never forget now. Like I said, I'm, I'm close to 500 years old. You know, I taught Jesus how to use a cast net. Sorry to be sacrilegious <laughs> there. But I, I, it feels like that was some, some mornings. Nick, 1979, I just started a gig with New Jersey Bureau of Freshwater Fisheries, the Lebanon Lab up there by Round Valley Reservoir. And... One of the guys here say, Tom P., did you ever try this? You're a big fisherman. You ever try? I said, what the hell's that? I never saw that. He said, that's a Mr. Twister. Again, I was a MEPS and CP swing and salmon eggs, Uncle Josh salmon eggs. For trout, that was it. And he said, right. not only do these work on the rock bass, he said, try them on the trout. He said, they're going to stock the reservoir this Wednesday. This was a Monday. He gave me some jake heads with that. And at Colbeck, I never looked back. That's become my go-to for smallmouth, also in the streams for trout. So when you say smallmouth, again, the rainbows that we're stocking in the fall and also in the winter, these are 14 to 16, 17-inch fish. Every bit as feisty and and rowdy and aggressive as a smallie, so it's a natural fit. Absolutely, and I mean, honestly, who can complain about catching a rainbow trout? It's one of the most beautiful patterns I've ever mm-hmm. seen on a fish, that's for sure. Well, Nick, the versatility, too, with that, was that coming mind when you guys were brainstorming around the table? I, I was in the industry many years, I know it's done, and did you smack yourself in the forehead? Not you, figuratively, saying, God, why don't why do we discontinue? This is going to be a winner all the way around. Again, the versatility with the grub, changing the hardware, I get that, but the versatility of grub alone, that's, I haven't changed, you know, I'll use the one lure all day. Oh, so of course, I, right. I do get a thing. And just being able to change that little grub out, color this, to this try try the white, try the try the yellow, try the, the salt and pepper, try the bloodline. And all of a sudden, I'm kicking ass on a trout. Right, absolutely. Like you just you just said it right on the head. I mean, the nice thing about, about the Comet Combo, you can in, interchange those tails. So whatever twister tail color that, that you think gives you the most confidence out in the water, whether it's for rainbow trout, you know, bass, anything, mm-hmm. I mean, that's the color I always say is, you know, it's always nice to have a confidence color, but, but don't be stuck on that. If, if the fish aren't biting that day, mm-hmm. you know, be willing to try out, t- try out different colors. Be willing to see what the fish are kind of reacting differently to. Because those are the days where you kind of, once you pick up on a pattern of how the fish are biting, that's kind of what makes a good day great in my opinion. Okay, Nick. Well, Nick, you know, people know here, I've been here about 18 years. I'm, I'm a Salmonicide man. I'm trout crazy. But also, who doesn't love the bass fishing? The bass fishing in South Jersey right now, it, with saltwater I said is on fire, bass fishing right now is inferno. The turnover is not happening yet. It's sort of a transition period. A couple of weeks ago, we had Lane L from the South Jersey Kayak Bass Club Association talking some, you know, transition baits, some creature baits, some plastics. Mr. Twister. Known for, the, again, the phenom worm. That's it, the phenom worm. The grub, the phenom worm. The sassy shad. How do you beat a paddle tail? You can't beat the paddle tail. Sassy shad. But, Nick, you have this, um, you got these two baits that I tried. We had uh, Clint Davis on for an interview on the one, the buzz bug. But I have to mention this sassy swimmer, Nick, because we thunder bugged the weak fish with these and not only is it a great bass bait but you have a transition bait here in salt water as well bro what do you think <laughs> man the, the sassy swimmer that's a fun one um obviously this is a, a very versatile bait so it's a, it's a ringed paddle tail for all mm-hmm. you viewers who are listening um and i'm going to give you a secret tom there is i found a pretty special uh combination for the sassy swimmer so we were just talking about the comet combos for trout right, right. yeah 
So what you can do also is, like I said, we have multiple sizes in these Comet combos. So what I've discovered this year, and uh, we've had some luck on it, had some fun doing it, is I'll actually take off this Mr. Twister Twister tail, the curly tail grub, and I'll actually rig it with this 4-inch sassy swimmer on a Comet combo. Ooh. Now, if you if you want to have some fun with some bass, this is your go-to. Um, obviously, Ooh. too, you know, up here in, in Wisconsin where we're based, uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of pike fishing. The pike just annihilated. I can't even tell you. Um, but that has been something that I have found the Sassy Swimmer has been so good with. Um, but honestly, the Sassy Swimmer is a great trailer in general. So any mm-hmm. chatterbait styles, um, you can honestly just put on a round jig head like right. you would a normal twister tail. So, that, so that's a very versatile bait. Um, and it's part of our, we call it our Tricom Color Series, which is tri- triple color combinations. So you'll oh. kind of see three different colors in that. Yeah. And obviously our colors are there to match, you know, the hatch, whatever you're fishing in your body of water. So we got a number of colors of of that uh, sassy swimmer available, and uh, obviously, I think they're all really, really, really just, good colors. Uh, yeah, you know what I fished it on, and I was actually bouncing off the, the sedge banks and, and working them close. Uh, one of your Mister Twister saltwater heads. Yep, absolutely. I mean, whoa! I mean, whoa! But to to this, Colbeck, to this buzz bug. I mean, even I'm catching bass on it, and I'm catching some bass on it. How long has it been around? Man, the buzz bug's been around actually since before I started. I started in December of 2018 in this position, and mm-hmm. it's been, I believe it was a couple years before that. Um, obviously, this is another great lure for trailer um, trailer uses. Yep. Uh, obviously, we're talking swim jigs, chatterbaits, spinnerbaits, inline spinners, even if you want to try it. Um, obviously, you can't go wrong with Texas rigging it as well. Um, it's just very versatile. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the one thing, Tom, that stands out with the buzz bug actually is we've extended the craws on this. So actually that's how, why it makes it such a great trailer aspect is because you usually have your skirt on whatever you're, whatever, uh, you're using, whether it's chatterbait, swim jig, whatnot. So what we actually did is we extended those craws so they actually have a swimming motion extended past where that skirt lies. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more action, obviously, more for the fish to pick up and whatnot. But uh, we have honestly... I can't tell you how many pictures I've seen. We have a, a guide down in, in Texas by the name of Zach Hughes, and I cannot tell you how many big fish this guy has caught with his clients uh, in the boat. It is unbelievable. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, the biggest fish, You better, are you sitting down? Yeah. We had, Down in Texas, we had a nice 12-pounder on it uh, in the oh. last year and a half, two years ago, and um, honestly, we had a couple around the 10-pound <laughs> range, so... It's just, I mean, granted, everything's bigger in, in Texas, as they say, but uh, oh, oh, man, it is back. unbelievable the fish that they've caught. Sam Rayburn or Falcon? I got a third one for you, Lake Fork. Lake Fork. Keith, shout out to Keith Warren, man. He took me there once, and I, I struck out. <laughs> I said I, I never want to go back there again, I never want to go back there again, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess the fishing's improved over time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Nick, real fast, we're up against a hard break. Listeners, the Comet Combo, trout getting loaded this week on NJFishingWildlife.com. They're not going to tell you the dates, but check out the number of fish going in your respective water. I don't care how you get it. Get this MEPS Comet Combo. Check out the grubs. you got a lot of combinations there. I'd say 80, 85% weedless. Now, I'll throw it right in the weeds. Okay? Like you're punching it through like a bass bait or something. In those alleys in the weeds, the little filaments are not going to be. Again, this this keeper hook, hook's buried. You're going to catch rainbows up the wazoo. And also, on the Mr. Twister end, check out the Sassy Swimmer and the Buzzbug. They see October into November here temperate. We got freshwater fishing is, is just inferno. So these are, these are great baits going to win across the board. Boom, boom, bang. 
So, Nick, anyone else to find out more about the Mr. Twitter, Twister, uh, or the, the Meps, I'm sorry, Comic Combo, and the Mr. Twister, uh, Sassy Swear and Buzzbug? Give the website, Facebook pages. What do you got? All right. So, for Meps, we have www.meps.com. That's spelled M-E-P-P-S.com. And then for Mr. Twister, it's www.mrtwister.com, M-I-S-T-E-R-T-W-I-S. Holy moly, am I spelling this wrong? No, Mr. Tw- <laughs> Mr. Twister. I got halfway through and I started second guessing myself. Mr. Tw- I know, you're, you're, you know, Twister South, you're north up there in Wisconsin. Though. Again, listen, just Google Mr. Twister. Check out that. Again, listen, we have, we're going to be having, we're going to be having, they're going to be coming up probably next week or two. They're going to be all over the place. Briefly, I'd say from Strathmere South, we're going to get those speckled sea trout up here. Not the weak fish. These are the real speckled trout. You check out this sassy swimmer for those little bad boys. It's going to be something else. Nick, listen, uh, hopefully see you on the water one of these days. If you ever need some, you know, Jersey field testers up your way. Hey, listen, I knocked out not one, but two beef and kielbasa stomps at a big hotel in Racine, Wisconsin, about four or five years ago. So technically... I can fit in there, man. Hey, man, if I ever make to Jersey, you're the first person I'm going to call. I can promise you that. <laughs> I think you take care, man. Best to everybody out there. We'll see you soon. Thanks for having me, Tom. Appreciate yeah. it. Meps, comic, combo. Hey, too exciting. I've got 18 years. I'm st- I still got. Oh! Grab that cup. Grab that Red Bull. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. Meps, comic, combo for the trout. Sassy swimmer and buzz bug for the bass. You ain't going to beat it. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's Talk Station. Fox News. I'm Carmen Roberts. Time's up for some city workers across the country to acknowledge they're vaccinated or else... In Chicago, they're bracing for police ranks to dwindle. Chicago's police union president estimates that up to half of the police force might not disclose their vaccine status. It means thousands of officers could end up off the job in a city with steep violent crime. Fox's Matt Finn. President Biden says the Justice Department should seek criminal charges against those who don't respond to House Committee subpoenas regarding the January 6th Capitol riot. I hope that the committee goes after them and uh, holds them accountable. A Justice Department spokesman issued a terse response to that, saying the DOJ will make its own independent decisions. America's listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather for South Jersey. Today, some sun, then turning cloudy, very warm and humid, then becoming windy in the afternoon with a couple of showers and a heavy thunderstorm later on. High 78. Tonight, heavy showers earlier in the evening, mostly cloudy and cooler. Low 48. Sunday, partly sunny, breezy and cooler. High 64. I'm AccuWeather's Alexa Weisberg on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Download Rack and Fin Radio as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Here we go. Look out below. Back inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of October 16th and 17th. Right. Hell or hallelujah over there. That is it. How too fired up can you not be in October? Okay, that was... um, Nick Colbeck, man, where freshwater fishing is on fire, the saltwater fishing is on fire. What about the hunting? Whoa, hey, bow season's going on. 
And we have uh, pretty soon now they're, they're still releasing birds on those select wildlife management areas. I'll get into those later, you know, for dog training. November was it November sixth or something? The, the pheasant season starts here. And we have no we have no grouse season. We have a woodcock coming up pretty soon. North zone and south zone. Well, there's an event. It's going to be in about two weeks. I think it's the Sunday, Halloween. I think, yeah, October 31st. It's the Jersey Shore Fall Fun Shoot from the Jersey Shore chapter of the American Woodcock Society. That's a, that's a branch of the sister branch of the Rough Grouse Society. It's going to be start at 9 a.m. is registration, 10 a.m. the shoot starts. Where is it? It's red, the great Red Wing Sporting Clays there on Suey's Landing Road in Port Republic. 75 for a shooter. That's 100 targets and lunch. And you're going to, uh, it's just a great time. Prizes are going to be awarded. Great organization. Woodcock, you, I remember, that's how old I way back when you paid $2 for a Woodcock stamp. Birds seem to be everywhere, especially we would come down to South Jersey, Higby Beach, Woodbine, North Cape May, fun. They were all over the place. Woodcock have fallen on hard times. In fact, now we have more of a kick. Watch them. Shout out to Joe Bauer, Kathy Bauer out there in uh, Seahill. Watch them in the spring. They would come here and they they do their dance and pinko up in the air flying. But woodcock hunting is it's an acquired taste. And one of the things I found out, lie, lie, lie. You read everything with your kid. Lie, lie. Oh, the corkscrew flight of a woodcock as it flushes. Those little suckers wing it out fast and to either side. That was, that was my big, whoa, what was that? That was a woodcock. Why didn't you shoot? No, no, it's not. It's supposed to be like a, like a rail bird, a mud hen. You know, that's everything I read as a kid. Oh, boy. Join us on the right now. Very special guest, Mark Dreyfus. Yeah, Mark was on his last spring. They did a great Habitat Improvement Project on one of the wildlife managers. Mark is the president of the Jersey Shore chapter of the American Woodcock Society. We're going to talk about the shoot and a little bit about what the organization is up to here in the Great Garden State. Mark, how's it going, brother? I know you're in the woods of Maine. Listen, he's up there in northern Maine. On a woodcock and grouse, somebody took time to get a rack and fin ready. How you doing, brother? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me. And, uh, yeah, we got a sliver of cell phone service here. And uh, send some cool weather. It's 72 degrees here. So uh, hopefully cooler weather's coming. Yeah, man. Somebody called me. They saw a couple of woodcock under a pine tree there having pina coladas wearing sunglasses. I mean, it is warm. <laughs> it is warm up there, brother. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But you know what? It's still better than work, Tom. Absolutely. So, Mark, is this the, is this the first... Uh, the, the, the inaugural uh, Jersey Shore Fall Fun Shoot. Have you had them before? I know you have a great facility here at Red Wing. Go into the event, please. Yeah, yeah, we're very fortunate uh, to partner with uh, Red Wings, and uh, we're uh, we're very happy. This is going to be our second year. Um, okay. You know, our chapter's been together uh, in uh, 2020. Got a little slow with the COVID, but uh, we did a uh, shoot last year over at Red Wings in uh, October, uh, probably November, actually, and. Um, it's a lot of fun. We uh, just do a uh, shoot on the sporting clays over there. A lot of challenges. It's a great mm-hmm. course over there. Um, we're going to be starting uh, a kickoff at around 9 o'clock on uh, Sunday, Halloween morning. And uh, we're going to end up uh, having a shoot. We got some prizes, some write-in uh, auctions, raffles, all that kind of fun stuff. And uh, just trying to raise some money for Habitat, Habitat, Habitat. Again, Mark, who you all know. And a shout-out to Lugan Bali and this from the National Wild Turkey Federation. No habitat, no hunt. That's critical. Yes, now, Mark, in your opinion, obviously you've been a woodcock hunter for decades and decades. What uh, the decline of the woodcock? More in the north in the breeding grounds and the wintering grounds? Well, what's your opinion? They just don't seem to be as many around as there used to be. Although, I'm not going to burn a spot, but I will say there's some pretty damn good opportunities at woodcock 
on the Mana, a sliver on the Manahawk and Wildlife Management Area there in Southern Ocean County. There I said, didn't burn a spot. I just gave the area. Go find it yourself. But go ahead, Mark. I'm sorry. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, uh, you know, it's, um, we have a lot of migratory birds that come and go, right? Uh, we got a lot of uh, dog trainers in the, uh, in the uh, chapter. And uh, we really see probably more in the spring, and we use right. it for training, and it's uh, great because it's a sign that uh, spring is coming. Uh, we do uh, uh, chasing on them in the fall, and um, you'll find them. You know, it's that old uh, that old saying, they are where you find them, right? So uh, mm-hmm. overall, uh, I think uh, numbers are, uh, are pretty solid. Do we, are they? Um, okay. You know, it just comes down to habitat, man, and... Um, you know, up north, we got more cutting going on and that kind of stuff. We don't do a lot in New Jersey. Uh, we did a habitat project in Monmouth County on a WMA in uh, May of uh, 2021. was a lot of fun. We, pan- uh, we planted 135 uh, alder trees to uh, kind of create that second-generation growth. And, uh, you know, if you're not getting poked in the eye, you're in the wrong spot if you're woodcock hunting. And the thing, Mark, the woodcock, again, you find them where you find them. And we were in a, a combination squirrel hunt. Okay, if a rabbit pops out, this is going to be great. Just just spending a, a just beautiful autumn afternoon in the woods. Okay, did some trout fishing in the morning, uh, messed around. So actually sat in a tree for deer in the morning. Then did some trout fishing with a squirrel. And we're just walking along. And I looked down and said, is that what I think it is? Now, my lovely Dee Marie, she's to, uh, to my right about, you know, five, six, seven years old. She took one or two steps and said, what? Boom! Not one, but two woodcock came. I said, what were those? I said, babe, those are woodcock. You know what she said? Very nice. Aren't they supposed to be yeah. like corkscrew flying upwards? I said, and there you go. <laughs> that's you that's go. not how it's done. But like you said, Mark, they are where you find them. Yeah, they definitely are. And, you know, we try to... Uh find them in uh, edge and uh, honestly i think the best thing that you can do to locate woodcock is to look for that soil if you don't have damp uh you know uh leaves rotten underneath you right. and uh worms find the worms find the soil and a little bit of uh damp cover and uh you'll find them and uh once you find one you know hang around because uh there could be more there could be a flight right. in there uh I, it's I, good stuff I remember one time, uh, shout out to Dick Wood there I, we were hunting a woodbine area now it's all developed back in the i guess mid to late 90s Dreyfus, check this out. We had, uh, and his little dog, Sassy, the cutest, most adorable, hardworking English setter I've ever seen. All 30, 33 pounds of a dick, former Marine. So he kept it like, oh, I'm almost on a starvation level. Mark, we had 73 flushes in one morning. 73. Now, we had a a Norwegian that came in the day before. Okay, and I never saw anything like that before or since. Listeners, uh, today, uh, Happy New Year, the Woodcock season in the North Zone opens and it runs till October 30th and it reopens November 2nd, 27th. Here in the Southern Tier Counties, November 6th is the opener to November 30th. Then it reopens again December 16th to January 1st. Sunrise to sunset and a daily limit in both zones is, Mark, this still gets me, just three. I remember it used to be five or six, just three, and it's been three forever. Is that, you think, a safety factor on the management end? Well, I think that's coming from the federal area. Uh, okay. State fishing game doesn't uh, set those since they're migratory birds, and uh, that comes from the uh, the feds, and uh, they've been adjusting those uh, over time. And, um, you know, it's... Uh, it, well, I'm okay with it. You know, I'm uh, conservation-minded, and we're trying to make sure that we have some and uh, mm-hmm. uh, that we have more for next year. Um, you know, you never know. You said it perfect. You know, you could walk into uh, a cover and uh, find the flight right. that comes in, and there's 20 birds in there, and then you go back tomorrow because you bring right. a friend of yours along, and 
Not one. So here today, gone tomorrow, right, Tom? Yeah, Dreyfus, this is what I do with the woodcock. Listen, you peel down a woodcock, there's not much there. I make sure it's wrapped with pancetta bacon. <laughs> to, yeah, to load that bad boy up. And extra mac and cheese on the side. <laughs> and, you know, people, oh, it tastes like liver. So what? I just love the taste oh, of woodcock. And, and, and just the hunting, the, the sheer challenge of it. And one time we came out, and we had three or four flushes. This was up along the Delaware Water Gap. But, you know, it was a sense of, wow, you know, we saw them. Got our guns raised, didn't get any shots off. But, hey, you know, and to me it was a nostalgic thing. They're still around. So that, that was that was a good thing to see. Yeah, for sure. You know, for the upland hunter, we don't have a whole lot of opportunity on wild birds. Good for dog training and uh, good for hunting, too. And uh, with the right. grouse season uh, being closed now, you know, uh, woodcock is uh, pretty much about it for the wild birds anymore. And uh, great fun. It's a good challenge. Uh, it's not for everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, it takes it an acquired taste, for sure, to... Uh, to go out there, and uh, you can always tell a woodcock hunter by his uh, wrist and his hands. If he's cut up and bloody, then... Uh, <laughs> that's it, man. You know, like that's, a bit, that's our guy or a rabbit hunter, right? Like you stuck your hand in a sausage maker, man. <laughs> me, Greta. Yeah, man. We're speaking yeah. with Mark Dreyfus. He's the president of Jersey Shore Chapter, American Woodcock Society. Mark your calendars. Halloween, Sunday, October 31st at Red Wings Sporting Clays. 9 a.m. is registration, 10 a.m. The shoot starts $75, gets you 100 targets and lunch. And there's all sorts of prizes and awards and everything. And it's for a great organization. Uh, Mark, keep it up. I want to get you back on Rack and Fin. And maybe we'll get involved with that Habitat Improvement. He says sometime, what, late April or May? Yeah, yeah, we got another project that we're talking about with Fish and Wildlife. New Jersey Fish and Wildlife have been uh, great partners, and we're building a nice relationship there. And uh, one more thing, uh, I got an early bird special until uh, I think the 18th, so it's $65 if you uh, go online on uh, the Rough Grouse Society uh, website and uh, look for our event. And uh, if you get in there uh, by the 18th, you'll save $10. Um We'd really like to see everybody. We appreciate your time, and I appreciate you. Be safe up there. Hey, watch out for those bears. Hey, hey, whoa, watch out for the moose, man. When it... Hey, when the rut's on, it's going to be starting pretty soon. I'll never forget, we're playing intramural football game. I'm up there in Presque Isle, University of Presque Isle. We're all lined up on a field, on a soccer field. I see the guy, the line, guy's playing linebacker. He looks, his eyes get as big as if he had a thyroid condition from hell. Moose! Holy, and we could, this young moose, small, right? All, all probably four or 500 pounds come trotting out on a field, sods flying. Let me tell you something. That is impressive, Dreyfus. <laughs> Small, small is relative, right, when right. it comes to moose. But be careful. It's fun, man. It's good to yeah. be up here. Thank be- you for your time. I appreciate it. See you on uh, Halloween. Travel safe, brother. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's a, that was a fun event. I'll never forget that. Okay, grab that cup, grab that red. We'll be right back. Ragamuffin Radio. If you're wondering what to do with your money in these unusual economic times, or if you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, or taxes, then listen to The Heart of Your Money, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG, featuring author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and your financial portfolio. The Heart of Your Money. Money with Joe Yakovich Saturday morning at 8 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back for our final segment, Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of October 16th and 17th. Let's run it down for a Cape May Fisher Report. What is going on in the Peninsula County? It's Dave Masterson at Utch's Marina in Cape May. Dave, how you been? Long time no talk to, bro. Yeah, good, Tom. Hanging in there. 
I understand you've been doing a, doing a little traveling, my man. Yeah, I just got back from Kentucky. Didn't do any fishing, but uh, I went to Kentucky, uh, Lexington, took in a football game. What, the wild, uh, the uh, awesome. Wildcats? Absolutely. Wildcats beat LSU. Yeah, it was a great game. <laughs> oh, man, that must have been a barn burner, man. Whoa. No, it was awesome. Okay, let's... My daughter, Gabrielle, is a senior there, so... Wait, wasn't so, anyway, she... Whoa, 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 time out. Time out. Masterson, yeah, wasn't yeah. she just in eighth grade? What the hell? Yeah, a couple years ago. Oh. <laughs> I don't know where that time went. I know. Dave, you're killing me. Okay, let's get to let's get to the county fishing. What do you got, big brother? Well, they've been doing uh, doing pretty well with um, sea bass, naturally, um, uh, when they can get out. You know, of course, we've had quite a bit of wind <laughs> yeah. last weekend when I was in Kentucky. I know uh, the winds were up. Uh, I mean, a bunch of boats got out Friday, but then Saturday, Sunday, yeah. Monday, Tuesday even. It was pretty windy. But um, <clears throat> there have been some guys going out. Uh, some boats have been coming back with some nice sea bass. I know uh, Fishing Fever and uh, Full Ahead, they've been uh, doing pretty well with sea bass offshore. And, uh, there you go. I'll tell you, there's some guys coming in with some big porgies. I have not caught a porgy myself uh, for years. But uh, mixed in with the sea bass. Already? Uh, wow. Really? Really big porgies. I've never seen a porgy as big as uh, they're bringing in. We're calling them the pie plates uh, and the hubcaps, man. Yeah, that's for sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, and um, a couple weeks ago, um, a boat out of uh, Utches uh, was out at the Cape May Reef and uh, caught five drumfish, believe it or not. They, um, they were fishing <laughs> with they were fishing with uh, green crab. Um, <laughs> man, you know, and uh, they were looking for triggers, and they actually caught drum on triggerfish rigs. That uh, had to they be, actually had eleven uh, <laughs> had eleven on, but boated five. That had to be a uh, lot of fun, with, man! Oh Jesus, two. yeah. Then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you hearing about bass? Striped pairs? What's the dealio? You know, there's been some bass um, I've heard of being caught off the beaches. Uh, you know, nothing. Nothing big, um, just some local bass, obviously. Um, you know, the uh, <clears throat> migratory bass haven't come down this far yet. Hopefully they right. will come down this far. You know, recent mm-hmm. years it hasn't been good. But uh, right. it's also been some nice bass being caught in the uh, back bays up along the sod banks. Um, so kingfish, they're still catching kingfish, believe it or not. The royals in the um, – now, these are, these are the – Listen, this time of year, man, these are nice-sized kings. They're like salamis. Oh, man, they're yeah. big. Yeah. Yeah, they've been catching quite a few of them. And also, um, had a guy just this morning tell me yesterday he was out on a wreck, and it was loaded with uh, with weakfish. Um, just huge uh, school of weakfish. Now, just Whoa. a bunch of spikes, though. Nothing yeah. of any size. But, uh, you know, it is, it is good to hear that the weakfish are coming back. That is nice. Oh, Dave, listen, uh, besides now the sea bass and you know, on the wrecks here, have you heard anything? I guess maybe they're moving out still around the bridge. Any sheep's head still kicking out? I haven't heard. Um, you know, it's something I fish for a lot, uh, mm-hmm. but I haven't, I haven't been out for sheep's head for a couple of weeks. I know the water is starting to get a little cold, but um, mm-hmm. I know last year, last year I caught sheep's head in October. Um, right. So yeah. I'm sure they're still here. I'm sure they're still here. Dave, any, I haven't heard of anybody targeting them yet. Right, you hear anything off that? That it's always a hot spot. That jetty there by the uh, where the ferry is. Anything going on there? Any, any keeper weeks? Uh, they've been catching weak fish there, and also kingfish. But um, I haven't heard of any you know big fish. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so hopefully the best. Good day, Dave. I know the fishing's going on, but you, I, I'm surprised you even get a chance to fish. You're so busy. Anything going on at the shop? Last time I tried to get, try to get in there, listeners. Okay, let's see. I can get in there. Or I can run and grab a sandwich and come back, and it's still going to be crowded. You, you have them at the door there, Dave. What's going on? You got a sale going on? You got what's what's the bait deal? What's happening? Well, we've got some um, some really good pricing on some rod and reels. Uh, you know, end of the season stuff. Uh, we're trying to make some room for uh, new inventory. Hopefully, we can get some new inventory for this oh, spring. Oh boy! But, yep. uh, we do have some good pricing, and uh, we also have uh, a good variety of baits. Uh, we've got. Um, We've got some live green crab. We've got, um, you know, of course, salted clam and mm-hmm. uh, squid. Um, we've got ballyhoo. Uh, there's still some guys running offshore. Sure, yep. We've got ballys mm-hmm. and uh, we've got some uh, butterfish as well. Um, so we do have a good selection of baits. Um, we don't have any live eels, but uh, we do have everything else besides that. Hey, Masters, let me tell you something. Flats of butterfish, dude, you have platinum sitting there in your freezer, man. They are tough. They're tough to get. Yes, yes, they are. Okay, Dave, give that website, give that address, give that phone number. Listen, Uches Marina in Cape May kicks ass. And you have, listen, you have Tommy Daffin, Fishing Fever. You have Captain Bob. There's Hope Cope there on Full Ahead. And that's that's a great place, man. Dave, before I let you go, what anything at all happening yet in the rips? I haven't heard of anything yet in the rips other than, you know, out near the rifts, they are still catching the kingfish out there. Okay. Uh, but hopefully we'll get some bass in there this year. I hope so. Dave, get that website, please. Go. Uh, KMayHarbor.com. And then our telephone number is 609-884-2051. Dave, listen to me. One day, the next 10 days, I will be down there. We're going to lunch, but you're not going back to work. We're going fishing. Is that a deal? That sounds good. Okay, Dave. Um, I'm off. I'm off Monday, Tuesday. So, okay, we'll see you then, man. You take care. All right, Tom. Take care. That'll do it for this week on Rack and Fin Radio. Get out there and enjoy. Again, the weather is turning. We got fall is finally here. I think that what we had, what we had Friday into Saturday morning. That's uh, I think that's. I think we'll get an occasional warm day, I guess, in in November. But that's about it. God bless America. God bless our troops. God bless our first responders, law enforcement. Jack for governor. Jack for governor. Did you hear what Murphy said? If you tuned in, did you get his absolute disdain? It was at Rowan University. Absolute disdain. People were heckling him. Voicing their opinion. What did he say? Something. He had out here white supremacists and Confederate flags. Democrats, that's your man. That's your man. <laughs> hey, see you next week. Rack and Fin Radio. Jack for governor. 95.5 FM.